Welcome to You Didn't Ask podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Chloe. And we're here to answer all of the questions that you didn't ask. Hey guys. Hi, um, welcome back. We're back. Um, this week we're doing, so I don't know, I'm in grad school for those of y'all that don't know, and we're, I'm in a leadership class right now and we've been taking all these personality tests and I was like, this is very interesting, like, because I feel like I'm biased taking the personality test about myself because obviously I'm going to think I'm great, <laughs> but like other people we might took not. took a narcissism test, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Other people might not agree, you know what I mean? Like, I might think that I'm a certain way, but I'm really not. So what we decided to do was take these personality tests on our own, completely separate, and then come together and share our results with each Mm. other for various personality tests and, like, see if the other person agrees with our results. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the Myers-Briggs. There are four different, like, things. You can either be extrovert or introvert for your first thing. You can be – so you'll get – a letter. You can either be an E or an I. Then okay. you can be sensing or intuitive. So you can get an S or an I. You can be thinking or feeling and then judging versus perceiving. So off of those like four opposing traits, you get given one of them to make up your code. Okay. So, like, I'm an ISGP, whatever. I'm an 85. Yeah. So get like your sorority of personalities, if you will. Um, and okay. All of those letters stand for something. So, but then also you get like a name. So, if you can go first if you want to reveal what yours is. Okay. So, I took it and I am a console. My letters are <laughs> ESFJ. So, extrovert, sensing, feeling, judging. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> I don't know about the feeling one, but the rest of them sound pretty accurate. Okay. Give us your little summary. What's going on with you? So do you want like – like it has all these tabs where you're just going to go mm-hmm. through the tabs. Okay. So a console, ESFJ, is a person <laughs> with an extroverted, observant, feeling, and judging personality trait. They are attentive and people-focused, and they enjoy taking part in their community. For consoles, life is sweetest when it's shared with others. People with this personality type form the bedrock of many communities, open their homes and their hearts to friends, loved ones, and neighbors. This does not mean that that consoles are saints, but they do believe in the power of hospitality and good manners. They tend to feel a sense of duty to those around them. Generous and reliable, people with this personality type often take it upon themselves to hold their families and community together. They have a talent for making people feel supported, cared for, and secure. That sounds pretty good. This says, okay, consoles are altruists. They take seriously their responsibility to give back, serve others, and do the right thing. They believe there's a clear right thing to do in nearly every situation. While some personality types adopt a more lenient live-and-let-live attitude, consoles may find it difficult not to judge when someone takes a path that strikes them as misguided. As a result... They struggle to accept it when someone disagrees with them. <laughs> I think that's kind of accurate. Not, I think, I think like so the too. strong. You have like a strong sense of like conviction of right. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like, there's no like gray area. Like, you're pretty black and white of like what is. Good this and what's part's not. funny. It says consoles can also be always be spotted at a party. They're the ones fluttering around, making sure that everyone else is having a good time. <laughs> 
Literally. But make no mistake, consoles don't just breeze through other people's lives. Loyal to the core, they build lasting relationships and can be counted on to show up when a helping hand is needed. I just thought it was funny because it's like fluttering around. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. I okay. do be fluttering. I flutter around. <laughs> okay, so tell me your just like your intro. Okay, so I am an ISFP. Um, okay. We both got the SF. Um, okay. I'm an adventurer. So I'm introverted, sensing, feeling, and prospecting. They act in ways that reflect who they are as unique individuals. Um, they're driven by curiosity and creativity and eager to learn new things. Unassuming and humble, they tend to see themselves as just being who they are and not realizing that they can sometimes do remarkable things. They tend to underappreciate themselves and their accomplishments. They, are, they have a flexible approach to life. They're not the kind of personality that will be making to-do lists or setting strict goals for themselves. <laughs> They take each day as it comes, doing what feels right in the moment, and they tend to roll with the punches and expect the unexpected. Most of their most cherished memories come from spontaneous or spur-of-the-moment adventures. This personality type, while having strong convictions, is able to be around people that disagree with them and live radically different lifestyles than them. That makes sense. Their, their go-with-the-flow mentality does have its downsides. They can tend to struggle to set long-term plans and stick to them. They can also be scatterbrained. Yep. <laughs> um, as a result, they tend to have a pretty cloudy view of their ability because they're not setting goals for themselves to achieve. I think that's hmm. true. Like, I, I don't really have, like, a lot of faith in myself. Mm. That sounds bad, but, like, because I don't really, like, set a goal to achieve, you know? I'm right, just, like, right. kind of bebopping around. <laughs> right. Fluttering. Um, yeah, fluttering. I like yeah, the thing about the to-do it. list. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think that sounds pretty um, uh, accurate. I think that's pretty accurate. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm moving on to strengths and weaknesses here. So, strengths, strong practical skills. They're excellent managers of day-to-day -day tasks and routine maintenance. Enjoying making okay. sure that those who are close to them are cared for. Strong sense of duty. <laughs> This is hilarious, actually. <laughs> it says people with this or strong sense of duty, they have a strong sense of responsibility and strive to meet their obligations, though this may sometimes be more of a sense of social expectation than actual drive. Mood. <laughs> I'm just doing it because I have to. <laughs> I know it has to get done, but I don't want it. Um, and then other strengths, very loyal, sensitive and warm, good at connecting with others. Okay. Well, those are strengths? That's the, those are the strengths. Reluctant to innovate or improvise, vulnerable to criticism. They can become very defensive and hurt if someone close to them criticizes their habits, beliefs, or traditions. Um, they can be too needy. They need to hear and see a great deal of appreciation if their efforts go unnoticed. People with this personality type will start fishing for compliments in an attempt to get a reassurance of how much they are valued. She's fishing. <laughs> mm, I don't agree with this one, but it says worried about their social status. Hmm. I don't really feel like I do, but I don't know. No. It says really preoccupation so. and influence. I don't really think that one's correct, but the rest of them sound pretty, pretty 
legit. Okay. I think they sound pretty accurate. I think so too. Um, my strengths. Oh, I hate reading out my strengths. I'm like, this is so well, you can read your weaknesses. <laughs> so one of my strengths is charm. People with this personality type tend to be very relaxed and warm, making them naturally popular. <laughs> Girl. Oh my god, okay. I hated that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay um sensitive they're really good at relating to other people's emotions imaginative very creative and insightful passionate curious artistic those are the strengths um oh god these are oh they're rough they're brutal they they, they hit really hard (laughs) they're really brutal Um, weaknesses fiercely independent anything that interferes with their freedom of expression creates a sense of oppression unpredictable dislike long-term commitments and plans tend to actively avoid planning for the future it says this can put a strain on your finances (laughs) (laughs) charles was like yes (laughs) easily stressed dislike long-term commitments and planning in the future they tend to just go with the flow in the moment instead of planning future activities Okay, okay. That makes I think more that's sense. That's pretty true. I don't, I don't know, know what unpredictable I'm, meant. I don't know if I'm easily stressed. No. This is the one that I really don't agree with, and it's overly competitive. Adventurers can escalate small things into intense competitions and are very unhappy when they lose. I mean, I think I'm like a normal amount of competitiveness. You're probably more competitive than I am, but I don't think it's like. I have to win. <laughs> I, I don't think you're butthurt afterwards. Yeah, I feel like I'm competitive, like, in the moment, and then I don't care after. Yeah. But, and then, this one I do agree with. It says fluctuating self-esteem. Mm. Like, sometimes I wake up, and I'm like, all right, like, slay. <laughs> and then on the day, I wake up. Walk. Yeah, and then sometimes I wake up, and I'm like, wow, this is, like, rough. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hmm. Okay. I feel like those are kind of iffy, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel super, like, some of them are, yes, but some of them I don't feel super, like. I think it's hard to encompass somebody's entire personality in, like, one thing. That's true. That's true. All right, next. This is the one I was laughing at earlier. So we're on romantic relationships. Okay. Mm. Let's see. (laughs) Okay. Consoles, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Consoles don't do casual flings. They need to know that their partners will always be by their sides, offering unwavering support, and marriage and family are the ultimate goal. No other kind of relationship provides people with this personality type with the same level of support and devotion, and the feelings of security and stability that come with strong romantic relationships are extremely warming. Um, They said... Everything about relationships is based on satisfying. Oh, wait. Oh, this is the part that I was laughing at. Because Chloe's going to think this is funny because she was there when I started dating my current boyfriend. So this is just going to be funny. But it said, with such a goal in mind, console personalities take each stage from dating to everything thereafter very seriously. (laughs) Everything about their relationships is based on satisfying mutual need from creating an understanding early on to build mutual respect and support knowing each other's opinions and goals. They have to know they're loved and appreciated and that has a huge effect on their mood. All right. I think that's pretty accurate. Period. <laughs> okay. Mine 
there's a quote in here. <laughs> oh, God. And it says, things are likely never to grow stale when you're dating an adventurer. <laughs> Bruh. They said Her. buckle up. <laughs> they said buckle up for this girl. <laughs> prepare, prepare yourself. Um, okay. At first, adventurers can seem quite mysterious and hard to get to know. Um, they're very emotional individuals and they guard themselves very carefully. They're caring and loyal and always find ways to surprise their partners with fun little things. Aww. It's important for an adventurer's partner to make them feel, to make their feelings clear because an adventurer will not open up to them unless they are 100% sure that their partner is in it for the long haul. That sounds pretty accurate, all that. Mm-hmm. Adventurer personalities are not going to force anything. They don't really care about being in a relationship. They more so care about being in a long-term commitment with someone they actually care about. We can really see if we're accurate on this one because we're friends, obviously. Right, right, right. This is the one that we can be like, mm, girl. See, this is the one that I'm like, huh? <laughs> well, I'll tell you if it's true. <laughs> okay. I'll just read it. Here we're talking about friendships, consoles and friendships. Consoles are a very social personality type, seeking large circles of friends and proving themselves more than willing to spend time and energy necessary to maintain those relationships. Loyal and warm, they're known for standing by their friends no matter what and providing a constant source of emotional support and encouragement. Um, they're sensitive to the traditions of friendship, seeing the support they offer more of a responsibility as a pleasure. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I chose to be your friend. I'm going to be your friend. Yeah. Doing everything they can to make sure their friends are happy and being comfortable with introductions, being so comfortable with introductions and small talk. They are naturally very popular in pretty much any environment. Um, this, is a <laughs> this is a dynamic that consoles genuinely enjoy, but they also expect their efforts and support to be reciprocated. Um, there's nothing quite hurtful to people with this personality type as finding out a trusted friend is critical of their beliefs or habits, except maybe being told so in a direct confrontation. That part sounds that part sounds yes. Yeah. But this is the part where I was like But it says consoles have a tendency to believe that their friends can do no wrong. And I was like y'all can do wrong. <laughs> I can do no wrong. <laughs> it says always stepping up to defend them regardless of the circumstance and they expect the same benefit of doubt in return, which I don't think that's true. I guess maybe it could be cuz I feel like you always give people the benefit of the doubt at least. Like, okay. I don't feel like, I don't feel like you're like, Chloe, you blah, like, I feel like you're like, like devil's hey, advocate kind of like thing. Like, you did this, but like, I know you didn't probably mean it this way. Okay. Like, that makes more sense. Because it was like, their friends can do no wrong. They back them up no matter what. I was like, mm, <laughs> no. Like, um, I'm going down too. Exactly. Oh my gosh, T. So it's talking about how we're very in tune with our friends and very observant, but this personality can sometimes use these observations to manipulate others. <laughs> they usually use their powers for good, though. That's what it says. <laughs> Manipulation station. Their energy and social intelligence win the many acquaintances and friends, and their support and dedication keep those friendships close and strong. With so much zest for life and company, dull moments are sure to be few and far between. I think that's accurate. Okay, cool. Pretty good. Okay, mine says that adventurers are the perfect friend for enjoying low-stress fun. They're laid-back and spontaneous people, and they won't bog things down, and they don't take things too seriously. 
They like to spend time with their friends doing casual and fun activities. They believe in actions, not words. Mm. They prefer their friends to show them how they care by acts of service as opposed to telling them. They are sensitive and it takes time to build trust. And once you have their trust, you'll pretty much have it forever. If mm. you were to break an adventurer's trust, it would really, really hurt them. I think that's pretty true. Hmm. I'm like pretty loyal to a fault. And like I'll get like, – I get really upset. You backstab me. Like I'm going to be really <laughs> <laughs> oh, those who prefer really safe and secure environments might end up struggling in friendships with adventurers simply because of how an adventurer is living their life. Adventurers' friends can tend to be stressed out by their lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny, actually. That's actually, Megan's always stressed about me. Yeah. Cut to the clip of me walking into her room and not being able to see the floor. <laughs> I was like, girl, how do you live like this? But yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. accurate. Um, now we're going to move on to the IQ test. We're going to see which one of us is smarter. <laughs> okay. I hated that test. <laughs> no, that's kind of rough. I was literally so stressed because I didn't understand what it was. What is it? What is an IQ test even? Like, what does it test? I don't know. An IQ tests a person's logic and reason abilities. So I'm going to look up what is a good IQ score. I know Einstein had a 160, so I'm assuming that's really high. Bruh. So an 85 to a 110 is average intelligence. And then 110 to 130 is above average and then anything 130 and up is gifted. Interesting. This makes me feel like I'm taking the ACT again. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> All right. What was your range? Mine was 108 to 124. So what was that? That was, would you say 108? Like average into above average? Yeah. That sounds accurate. <laughs> yeah. Mine average. was 116 to 135. Above average to bright. Girl. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Like, what is an IQ test? What does that even mean? I just said it tests your logic and reasoning abilities. By looking at squares? <laughs> I guess. Because, y'all, when I saw these squares and circles and pentagons pop up on the screen, I was like, what the heck is this? Sorry. Oh, they can help diagnose intellectual disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can help me. <laughs> Imagine you took it, you got like a 40. That'd <laughs> be like so embarrassing. Yeah. And I was like, 132. Oh my gosh. Okay, but we, both, we pretty this. much did the same. We didn't yeah, do that far whatever. Um, But yeah, I guess we figured out who's the smartest one. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Moving Let's on. Let's go to the narcissism one on that note. <laughs> Yeah, so we also took a um, narcissistic, narcissistic personality test. Yeah, narcissistic personality disorder test. Um, what were your results, Megan? <laughs> so I was um, mildly narcissistic. Yeah, I was. I hate also. to say it. You were mildly narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all are a little bit mildly narcissistic. At the, at the bottom of this thing, it says it's like this test is just for fun. <laughs> It's like, this is not accurate. It says, this online screening is not a diagnostic tool. It's for entertainment purposes only. 
Do you know what I think, though? This is my hot take. I think that anybody... Go ahead. I think everybody... Because what is narcissism? Like, narcissism. It's like liking yourself. Right. I honestly feel like if you don't like yourself, like, that is sad. Right. You should be happy with who you are. Not that you should be obsessed with yourself. Like, okay. For example, one of these questions says, which statement best matches you? I can usually talk my way out of anything, or I try to accept the consequences of my behavior. (laughs) So, like, if you say you can usually talk your way out of anything, you're just answering the question. You're not saying that, like, you would, or, like... Or yeah, this one says, also, I have a good, I have a talent, a natural talent for influencing people. Maybe I do, but how, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like, like that. When they only give you two options like that, you know which one's going to put you as narcissist. Exactly. Because it's like, I can't talk myself out of stuff. Does that mean that I'm a narcissist? Like, I don't think so. No. You know, it just means I'm personal. She just doesn't want a ticket. Yeah, I just don't want a ticket. I don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to flirt with this cop. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Like, that's just how it goes. That's not right. narcissism. That's just resourcefulness. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, so that okay. was that narcissistic. Was that and then Enneagram one, we couldn't take because you have to get your person – like, you have to pay for the results or whatever. And we're not doing that. So. But we're going to guess. So I've always been told that I'm Enneagram 9 wing 8. Which I feel like is accurate considering my knowledge of the, the of the two. So this is what some things about Enneagram and I. People tell me that I'm easy to approach. I enjoy having routines in a peaceful environment. I really do just want everyone to get along. I have a difficult time starting when I am overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I often choose the path of least resistance. You know. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Not a bad thing. Um, so, like, some of those things. And then the Enneagram 8 is, like, passionate, honest, protective, perf- afraid of being seen as weak or vulnerable. I think that sounds pretty accurate. This is, decisions are hard. <laughs> <laughs> it says that? Uh-huh. Well, about nine. I would agree with that for you. You cannot make a decision. No. You're so – even, like, buying, like, a pair of – I remember – I remember story time. I remember I went shopping at Academy – with Megan one time and she had mm-hmm. two pairs of essentially identical spandex in her hand and she went into the dressing room for 30 minutes I was standing out there just waiting for 30 minutes while she had two pairs of I pretty much identical spandex and I think they were like 50 cents different in price I was like girl yeah pick one I didn't want to make the wrong one I was afraid just, of picking the wrong one and, just close your eyes and choose one it's hard out here <laughs> Okay, I've always been told that I'm a four wing five. Mm-hmm. Um, honest, creative, personal, but can be moody and self conscious. Yeah. They withhold themselves when they feel vulnerable. Their basic fear is that they have no identity or personal significance. I don't know. They see themselves as being different than other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, Miss IQ. They're very honest with themselves and tend to be pessimistic while calling it realism. (laughs) (laughs) I do that all the time. (laughs) That's funny. Communicating when I need help and trusting people to help correctly when I do ask. Yeah, that one hits hard for you. (laughs) Help correctly. But that's it. This is being impatient. Take it back to I so selflessly one day decided to do the dishes, which I never do. But I was going oh back and time my hard gosh. day. Let me go. Let me hold on. Before you say that, this says 
Um, letting go of past hurt, pain, or grudges on the four. <laughs> Is a weakness? Yeah. No, I know. I just read that too. They can have a hard time <laughs> letting go of feelings from the past, which is true. But oh my God. take it back. I never do the dishes. I know that's a f- I know that's bad, and I do them now. But I was like, Megan's had a long day. Like, I'm gonna do the dishes tonight just to like help her out, be a be a selfless roommate like I am. Mm. And I am in the kitchen doing them. And Megan walks in. I, I, I as she walks in, I put a cup in the dishwasher, and without even thinking, it was just an impulse reaction. She picks it up and moves it to where she would put it in the dishwasher. Like, just, just two little pegs over moves it. And I, and I was like... I'm really sorry. Because I didn't do it I, like, I noticed it, though. I noticed myself do it. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. And then that was what was funny. She noticed. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry, y'all. Like, that's one of my favorite stories to tell. I think that's funny. But that was an eight, though. Mm. Well, you have the eight wing. That's true. Admitting that I struggle... Bro. <laughs> I need to find like the nine wing eight or whatever. Sometimes fours believe that there is something inherently wrong with them. <laughs> and they cannot allow themselves to experience or enjoy any of their good qualities because they only focus Bro. on what's wrong. That's so true. That's she's a pessimist. True. Yeah. <laughs> but she's actually just a realist. <laughs> this says don't say this to an any room nine just make a decision pick a side <laughs> hurry up it's your turn to pick what we do i've said hurry up to you like a few times yes yeah, okay. so i'm sorry queen it's okay no it's okay it happens <laughs> what's it say not to say to a four um i don't know i gotta go find it <laughs> they aren't always sad they feel every and all emotion <laughs> Yeah. I love emotions. Ooh, this is what a day looks like in the life of an Enneagram 4. Okay. Step one, create the perfect morning aesthetic. Step two, <laughs> think about something and get emotional. <laughs> Step three, <laughs> just think about it and get emotional. <laughs> Step three, access their creative energy and abilities. Step four, spend time in nature. And then step five, reflect on the day and get emotional again. <laughs> <laughs> the wake up and think about something emotional is so true though. <laughs> all right well that was our personality test i think we confirmed that they're pretty accurate wait this says things that enneagram four may say just let me be sad for a minute <laughs> and then the other one says i feel like <laughs> i literally said both of those all the time i feel like i say that so much i feel like what you don't like <laughs> Social norms, inauthentic people, feeling rejected, and surface level relationships. Yeah. Ooh, I, I should have had this when we roomed together. It says how to get along with an Enneagram 4. Oh, how do you do it? I give you plenty of compliments, apparently. <laughs> Help you love yourself. Realize that you are not always wanting to be cheered up when you're sad. Yeah, true. Don't tell me that I'm too sensitive or overreacting. I don't think I've ever done that. No. I don't think I would ever say five, that to anyone. Though. I'm only five, mm. so I'm not as I'm sensitive, but I'm mm-hmm. not like someone says a that's joke how, and I'm gonna cry. Yeah, you know? that's how because Enneagram Nine is like the uh, I forget what it's called, but they don't like conflict. Mm. But I have the Wing Eight, and the Eight loves conflict. 
but yeah, I, think I don't it's because... think you like conflict, but I think you will do it if you need to. Yeah, I don't like it, but if I ha- but if I have to, I'm gonna do it. Because that's my it, thing is like go away. The four that's always like they're so sensitive, they're crying all the time, and it's like, well, yes, like I do cry a lot, There's but lots it's not, <laughs> but it's not like because of something happening to me. It's more so like I right. watched a video or I did something like right. that. Like if somebody like says something to me that's rude, I'm not gonna cry about it, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that but anyway. anyways but I mean, yeah a, a lot of that was the a lot of that was the Myers-Briggs test because that one was just such a more in-depth one but we just wanted y'all to hear I guess a little bit more about us and we've just never taken these tests before so we were intrigued and then that horrible IQ test that we took and then the narcissistic <laughs> one so yeah I just been taking some in class and I was like I wonder if my results are actually accurate because like mm. I'm the one taking it, so I thought it would be fun to do this. Help y'all get to know us better. Help us get to know each other better, and see if it's correct. But yeah, catch us back next week for another episode. Um, yep. We'll be back. Thank like you for always. listening. Thank you for listening. Follow us on the gram. <laughs> yep. Follow the gram. Podcast. But yeah, catch you guys next week. Bye. Peace.